Classmates, welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class, Gab and Chatter edition for Saturday, April 9th, 2022. I'm your host for today, Tyler. I'm Peter. And I'm Joseph. On this episode, breaking news, Jared Leto is a huge asshole, turning red creators rise to power, and can Christopher Nolan save the Ace Ventura franchise? I don't know, we'll find out. Plus, Will Smith takes a 10-year break and a look back at Hopper and Brando on the set of Apocalypse Now. So, uh, here we are again on a very windy day in Sacramento, California. Allergies are uh, wisping about in our nostrils. Do you have allergies, Tyler? Uh, I used to, but surprisingly, I, you know, I've been pretty good recently. I think it's because of the mask wearing. You know, like I, it, it blocks the pollen going into my nostrils. We should know that Tyler's wearing a mask right now. Uh, well, it's yeah. a predator mask. <laughs> yeah yeah uh it is a predator mask it's know. it's a the predator mask yeah i was going around with the bat cowl but then i thought after watching <laughs> uh the uh movie that we are about to review i you know you're gonna be I, sac- I figured it was appropriate to have, have a sacramento predator, predator instead of sacramento's dark knight yeah, exactly. That's a bad title. <laughs> Tyler, 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 the Sacramento Predator. Officially yeah, yeah, signs that, up to be a predator. Yeah, I'll have to work with my uh, PR department on uh, the name. But uh, I'm not funny. a predator. I'm the predator. Yeah. yeah. But you, it, you've heard of my movies, right? Alienverse, <laughs> Requiem, et cetera, yeah. et al. Yeah. Well, anyways, how was... <laughs> the... the <laughs> <laughs> so how's everyone doing? Uh, I'm good. We, we doing good? I feel good. good. Yeah, yeah, my bike was stolen. Are you serious? Your mm-hmm. bike was stolen? A new bike that I hadn't even ridden yet. Where was it? It was in a garage. In the garage. In our, your garage here? It got thefted from your <coughs> closed garage. <coughs> yes. Jesus Christ. It was stolen on the morning of yesterday, <sighs> Friday. And Do you have like a ring camera or anything like no. that? No. No? I don't have yeah. the money for that. I don't have ring money. <laughs> I'm going to go rug money and then let ring money. <laughs> yeah, rug you money. You can't got one or the other, rug or ring. <laughs> yeah. That's the old saying, right? Ring or rug. Uh, you yeah. know what? You, you do have a rug here in, in the rumpus room. I do? Yeah. Oh, like, I should point out to our uh, listeners and classmates, we are uh, at Joseph's uh, house uh, recording in his rumpus room. Yeah. Why are we here? And uh, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. But uh, what I'm we do, out, I'm kicked out of my own house. I mean, it's easier for me. But yeah, what, I know. <laughs> you're like, yes, please, please record here. But what we do need to talk about is some cabin chatter. Find some charity, lad. Now's the time for cabin chatter. Yes, cabin chatter. Um, so uh, let's start off with Pete. Do you have any news stories or anything to gab and chatter about? Uh, movie related, TV uh, related, maybe? I don't watch TV, Tyler. Oh, you don't? No, oh. I, I don't watch TV. I, I watch only films. I watch streaming content. TV is a fallacy now. Oh, oh, so you consider TV like cable TV? Any, yeah, anybody who has TV, TV is a boomer. That's yeah, it. that's my. That's I, my I, I I agree with that. Our sentiment. parents have TV. Boomers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my parents have TV too. What I will say though, TV like, too. It's this is a sequel to TV. Not not to take away from your news stories or anything <laughs> like MTV too. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, every time I go to my parents' house because they have cable TV, I can't help but 
watch cable TV like as like a guilty pleasure. Do you like say, it's weird. It's weird. Like it's like walking into another dimension. It's like time yeah. traveling. You yeah. get you get in and you're like, what is this? I Commerc- know, it's commercials so for like shit that I don't want. And cable, well, and it's plus, not targeted. And plus, cable TV like just plays the same shit over and over again. Like you know, Shawshank Redemption, The Big Bang Theory, like uh, Family Guy, Young like, Sheldon. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like bangers it's, like that. But yeah, anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, so, do you have any uh, news yeah, or something to I gab do. about? I watched two movies uh, this week in theaters alone by myself. Nice, which is my favorite way to watch movies. Yes, I agree. And uh, that's how I saw Jackass uh, Forever. I uh, I got whiplash from the the shock of from one being terrible and one being fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to tease. What probably is already released by the time this airs is um, our field trip episode for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, that two thirds of right. us will be uh, uh, participating in because Tyler was not able to make it to the theater on a day. It's kind of hard to find. Um, it went wide this week, but it's still very low uh, theater count and very low uh, n- number of plays per day count. Yeah, yeah. You could watch Son of the Hedgehog at fifteen minute intervals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's like one small theaters playing. The Wait, day. Sonic's already out. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Is too. it actually? Yeah, oh. yeah, oh. It, it's out. Oh. Uh, Amber, Amber Lamps is out. The Michael Bay ambulance movie. Oh yeah, um, ambulance. I just heard about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the concept. I mean, the idea of a, of like kind of a throwback '90s action movie. He drives an ambulance. He drives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a grizzled ambulance repairman yeah. on the run from the law or whatever. And, uh, but I didn't see a trailer for it, but I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I kind of want to watch a Michael Bay ambulance movie, <laughs> even though I know it's going to be probably pretty bad, but anyways, and then Morbius and then everything everywhere all at once. And I went to a 9:45 PM Thursday night screening of Morbius yeah. alone. And, uh, the theater was like half full. I was surprised. I couldn't believe it. There was a yeah, people yeah. actually were excited to see this movie. Well, and it's kind of become a meme, like because like I'm, a lot of people were just like saying like it's so it was, bad. Like it became a meme even before it came out. It was yeah. like yeah, when, when it was already like destined for failure. <laughs> it was, but is it a failure though? If it's get it, like I've seen a huge social media presence with Morbius, but not in a good way. Well, obviously, well, like listen, there's it's already got more than I think sixty five or eighty million at the box office for opening weekend. Yeah. And the weekend's not even over yet. Yeah. So financially, is it a failure in the eyes of Marvel and Sony? Because it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a Disney, Disney, whatever. Yeah. It's a Sony, uh, it's a Sony pictures, but it's Marvel and it's in the, it is in the MCU because there is technically, I'm telling you right now it is in the MCU because there is a mid credits post roll Mm -hmm. teaser like Marvel likes to do. Yeah, that includes a character from one of the MCU Disney Marvel ones. Ooh. So, and a character that I really like, Blade, Black Widow. I wish, I wish. Uh, it's a. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler because you could just literally hop on right now and see, see it. But uh, yeah, um, I don't I, think they care about uh, Michael Keaton's <laughs> character from Spider Man. The <laughs> Vulture. First, the Vulture. Vulture. It gets multiversed into Morbius's verse at the very end in the credits. So I was like, wow. I mean, it is, it's, it's going to be accepted. It's going to be canon. So I'm here to say. Yeah. That, um, I think if this show is like, we're trying to bring value to our listeners lives 
and give them an idea whether or not they should go waste the time and or the money to go watch movies at home or in theaters. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, don't see Morbius. Don't see it. Don't see Morbius. Don't see it in theaters. Don't wait for it to stream. It's <laughs> Is f- it really that bad? <laughs> it's not like it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's like marketed. It's like made for 10-year-olds. It's like the edgy movie that 10-year-olds watch. Oh, okay. And there was, it's just really, really sloppy. And there's so much that it's like it, it thinks the audience are fucking idiots because, uh, does it like over explain everything? And it, I mean, it does that. Yeah, it does that. Yeah. But th- there's just, uh, I'm not going to give like a full in depth review on it because it's not even worth our time to listen to it. Okay. It's, it's just really bad. So Joseph had the idea that we watched, we do a streaming uh, commentary about it when it comes out for streaming. I'm 100% on board with that because there's a lot, I have a lot, every scene you can poke fun at something about it. And uh, I like that idea. The, f- the finale. I like that idea. The finale has this, uh, bat attack thing that he, that he does it's like it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense in the movie it doesn't make sense in physics none, i mean none of it makes sense so anyways so on so the top morbius alone and you were just completely just dissatisfied with it wait, yeah wait. i watched it for the, i watched it for for us for you for the listeners out there and uh he's on, doing he's he's doing god's work that's right and uh on the topic of that uh, papermag.com reports uh, this really interesting story about Jared Leto on the set of Morbius. Uh, Jared Leto, head, headline, Jared Leto pretended to be disabled in the name of method acting. For what movie? For Morbius. In Morbius, he has like MS or some sort of bloodborne pathogen disease that he's living with his entire life. And that's how, that's why he becomes... Oh, that's right. The, they go to the international waters. To- that sounds like a weird misleading headline. Um, I, I'll continue because it's oh. it sounds like clickbait, and I read into it, and it's not. It gets weirder. So the it's the, like Ian McKellen pretended to be a wizard for three yeah. movies. <laughs> so for for those who don't know the the character Morbius, which I didn't until two days ago, yeah, um, he's he's basically a very smart person who has this bloodborne illness in his whole life, and he's he's committed. He grows up, wins a Nobel Peace Prize for for his uh, he created the first synthetic blood. And uh, for transplants and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. And he uh, crosses the DNA with a human, with the DNA of a vampire bat, and then injects it into his spine, and somehow he becomes this vampire creature thing. And he's supposed to be a, a sympathetic villain or a antihero of sorts because he, yeah. kill, he has to kill people to get his blood, a la Blade. Yeah. And he doesn't want to because he's, quote, unquote, the good guy. Yeah. Um, he's a doctor. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's a doctor. Dr. Michael Morbius. And um, so he just raids those. What's with uh, these names, huh? I know. Stephen Strange. <laughs> I know. Michael Morbius. <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> what is this? Some sort of comic book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, almost like they were created in the 50s by old white guys. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, in, the, in the movie, the character before he becomes this uh, monster, uh, he has like arm braces, arm crutches, like a Walt Jr. from Breaking Bad. And uh-huh. he barely has any strength in his legs, and he kind of drags his legs behind him. He has to have blood transfusions three times a day for his entire life, or else, he'll, or else he'll die. And um, three times a day. Three times a day. Yeah. Of course, Jared Leto would be a part of this. So, for he those actually who transfused his blood, I would not be surprised. Uh, so, for those who aren't aware, uh, Jared Leto is uh, notorious for taking his roles to extreme measures. Uh, like he did on uh, for Dallas Buyers Club by living on the streets with addicts and w- preparing for his role as the Joker and the uh, Justice League 
And at, I think he's preparing to be a pedophile at some point too. He's he was allegedly during the filming of uh, Justice League would send male condoms and dead rats to his co co stars. Oh, that's right. I don't know yeah. how true it was though. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Off off camera, off like on set, but off camera for the filming of Morbius, the director has confirmed. Uh, I think his name is Daniel Daniel Espinosa that he pretended to be disabled throughout the entirety of filming on set of the new movie, even when he wasn't in front of the camera. Um, like just, he had polio just, or something? No, like he had the same condition that... <laughs> exactly. So he's method acting? He's 100% method. Oh, jeez. He would... He said, they said sometimes his bathroom breaks to go take a pee would take 45 minutes because he would like <laughs> hobble himself to the bathroom. And eventually the production crew had to insist that he get wheelchaired to the bathroom, even though he had fully functioning legs, obviously. And, um, wow. What a, what a prima donna. That's commitment. Like, yeah. So like, I I mean, Daniel day Lewis, like he does method acting very well, but he, I I don't think he's going to go to the lengths of like acting like he has polio. And, and and again, from, uh, this is reported from papermag.com. Yeah. Uh, Those, there was a quote from an anonymous person on set saying that, uh, Let's see, where are we at here? Jared Leto uses crutches in a wheelchair in a self-indulgent field trip because he apparently can't act well without them. After <laughs> all, as another person pointed out, we, we actually disabled people or are able to use the bathroom without shutting down production for an hour every day. Jared Leto is truly a hack. And uh, Yeah, sounds about right. I think that's, um, it's, about, eh, it's about on par for the movie. I mean, it's fucking seemed like a disaster. It seemed like there was no, uh, I don't know. It wasn't, like I said, not the worst thing I've ever seen. It wasn't like there was some, some decent CGI and there was some yeah, stuff yeah. with Matt Smith yeah. that was pretty cool that I liked. But Was Tyrese in it? Tyrese Gibson was in it. And his little partner was, uh, he played one of the police officers after him. And he had a character, uh, a comedian actor. I can't remember the actor's Chris name. Delia. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that's his coach for his next role where he's a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, but he, he was probably my favorite part in it. I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, I'll think of it, but anyways, he was, he played kind of a goofy Mark Ruffalo, (laughs) Michael Pena type in the Marvel world, um, where he's like kind of cracking jokes the whole time. But yeah, I'll give an example of how, how like bad and shitty and unrealistic the writing was. The two cops break into, uh, Morbius's girlfriend's house, essentially, to try to find her. To is his tra- name? So his name back. is last name is literally Morbius. Michael Morbius. Yeah, that's so it's so stupid. Tyler, it's so Ty- stupid. Tyler, can I continue? Yes. Well, I mean, so that long. guy's Go name on. is Blade. I know. <laughs> well, that sounds badass. <laughs> Morbius is just. Anyways, sorry. They break sorry. into the Go girl ahead. girlfriend's house and they're like, "She's gone. Cat's gone too," because they see a litter box and. <laughs> The one of the one of the detectives, in order to try to coax the cat to to them, instead of going, he reaches down and shakes the litter box and goes, "Here, kitty, you take here, a kitty." Shit. Like, sh- 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 you want to take a shit? You want to take a shit? <laughs> I got some of your shit here. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just really bad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There's also a scene where uh, uh, Morbius needs blood, so he writes in his own blood on a wall blood with an arrow pointing to the room full of blood to the person and the guy goes what you need blood oh the blood and then he goes gets him blood you know well, stuff like talk. that uh he's like dying or something you so know he can't speak 
Uh, they were, yeah. Did it, Jared Leto direct the movie? <laughs> <laughs> he might have written it too. Who knows? So he ghost wrote it and ghost directed. Yeah. So uh, good old Jared Leto. Oh, I mean, come on. Who are we kidding? He would not ghost write anything. Like he, he needs his, he needs his, he needs his name on something. So that's uh, that's just some fun Jared Leto stuff. Uh, All right. My next story. We talked about uh, Turning Red, the Pixar animated movie that uh, went straight to streaming services and skipped the box office and yeah. Um, there was a lot of people that were kind of upset about in the Pixar world about the cuts that Disney kind of forces them to make and a little bit in Lightyear, a little bit in Turning Red. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the two filmmakers, Lil- Lindsay Collins and Domi Shi, have been promoted to leadership uh, roles in Pixar after the release of Turning Red. So Interesting. Yeah. So uh, it's a two female led team. Uh, they're the main content creators. They're the uh, director and writer, I believe. Uh, so Collins has been named into a new position as a senior vice president of development, and she'll lead the development team at Pixar for features and for streaming, uh, where current and upcoming filmmakers originate story ideas and shape them into <clears throat> movies for production. So she's basically going to be one of like essentially just below the creative VP in the entire company. Wow. And then she has been named to vice president of vice president of creative. Uh, which is uh, on par with uh, directors Andrew Stanton, Peter Son, and Daniel Scanlon, who also carry the same title. Jeez. So after this movie, like Disney or, no, Pixar, right? Pixar. Pixar was just like, you know what? I I mean, I've heard great things about Turning Red. Um, And I've also heard uh, there's a big controversy amongst the conservatives. Well, you can watch it for yourself and make your own decision. Well, I was thinking about watching it, actually. Maybe I'll watch a movie. Yeah, I think, yeah, you know. Um, but anyways, I, I just thought that was kind of cool because I like, I like companies that promote from within. Yeah. Um, you, I feel like large scale, large scale studios. A lot of times it's just like, who can we get? Who's going to fucking knock heads? Who's going right. to, who's going to make, who's going to get, uh, get shit done for us. Yeah. And Pixar is just like, we want to make the best product with the best people and people that we actually want to, uh, spend time with. Was so. Pixar involved with Encanto, or was that just Disney alone? That was a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't think it was a Pixar one. Oh, okay. Dis- Disney animation, so. I just feel like animation is just, like, just they, they keep just getting up there, like, mm-hmm. trying to uh, prove themselves more. Uh, well, th- well, Dirting Red was the largest um, Disney Plus streaming revenue gain. I had the most uh, streams of any streaming movie that had been released up to Disney Plus so far. Wow. So okay. Pixar says, uh, yes, you're, uh, we like what you do. Yeah. Please lead us. Yeah. And so I'll have to check that movie out. Congratulations. I've heard good things about it. Liz, Lindsay Collins and Domi Shi for that. Nice. Uh, Joseph. Okay. Um, so I found a kind of humorous sh- short uh, news story. Mm-hmm. Okay. About uh, Ace Ventura 3. And what would it would take for Jim Carrey to even consider doing Ace Ventura three? Well, he's retiring. Yeah, he says that he's. Uh, yeah, that's right. After he, the he, slap, he says he's sort of retiring. Uh, it's not like I don't think it's like official. Official, he's retiring. There's sure, just, there's just like nothing. I think there's like just no rules. I don't think that he would want to do. He's like, I yeah. just want to paint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Um, uh, which is fine. Like I wasn't like I wouldn't be sad if he retired. He has a a very like good body of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Already, and I feel like yeah. What do we need? I, I, like what else? What could, are you gonna wait, work till you're a hundred? Yeah, 
I mean, he could he could probably like you know do like a like I would say like a handful of serious roles like from great directors. What's well, the American dream is work really hard for twenty or thirty years, make a bunch of money, and then never work again. Yeah. Oh yeah, and what a dream! Just, working pe- twenty to thirty years, and people and people just don't. They'll just they'll have millions of dollars and work until they're dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so but, what about what about Ace Ventura three? Anyway, so Ace Ventura three is only a possibility for Jim Carrey. Um, and this is from uh, NME.com, which I think is New Music Entertainment. It could be totally wrong. I might have just made that up. <laughs> um, and this is from an interview because uh, he's doing a press for Sonic 2, or he was doing press for Sonic 2. Um, and he uh, teased the idea, the scenario that would tempt him to make Ace Ventura 3, and he says... I think after the fact, when there's been a lot of years, unless some genius person, director, auteur comes to you with a completely new take on what's going on, you know, if Chris Nolan came to me and said, I want to make Ace Ventura real and I want to do something, you know, something more interesting, then I might listen. Hmm. Uh, But for the most part, you know, after a certain time, there's not one cell in your body that is that person anymore. So you end up just imitating what you did in the old days and the original inspiration isn't there. And he's referring to like sequels to like, yeah, movies that were made a long time ago, um, reprising roles that you're known for. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, it was uh, these comments were made after it was reported apparently last year that uh, there was an Ace Ventura sequel on the way. I'm not surprised, especially with the uh, Ghostbusters Afterworld um, uh, movie. I was like, oh yeah, Ace Ventura film should be on the way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ace Ventura will see a new day at Amazon as a major motion picture theatrical with the Sonic the Hedgehog writers. Oh, okay. So the film would reunite Carrie and uh, the writers uh, who worked on both the Sonic Hedgehog movies. Yeah. Um, and then he is considering retiring, essentially. You know who else I read that's gonna says he's going to retire from mainstream filmmaking? Who's that? Um Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, I, I, I ran across, <laughs> yeah. I ran across that. He said that yeah, he, he yeah. probably. <laughs> he says uh, it was after uh, what was that movie that he just recently started? And he like gained like fifty. Oh, it was the plus. pastor, pastor stew or something like that. Yeah, father stew, father stew, father stew. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he, uh, he says he wants to focus on faith based movies now. No oh, way. He's going to be the new. Is Kirk, that right? Yeah. The new Kirk Cameron. Yeah, he's going to be a uh, Kevin Sorbo Cameron. Is he gonna oh, beat boy. down uh, Vietnamese uh, immigrants like he did back in his heyday? What? Well, back when he was in Brooklyn, he uh, was very racist and he uh, beat down a, a Vietnamese uh, immigrant because he was Vietnamese. Allegedly, it wasn't allegedly. Like he actually has a. <laughs> there's a, there's he's a whole a, case about he's it. He's got a rap sheet. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, also, also, nine eleven would have been way different if he was on those planes. <laughs> never, never would have went down. Uh, yeah, yeah. He what? Would... I, I, uh, this is off topic, but you said nine eleven, and that just immediately, uh, I just thought of Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah, okay. Because he started My Chemical Romance because of nine eleven. Okay. Yeah, he was and, uh, working as an animator for Nickelodeon, and um, I saw this video of someone like. If 9-11 didn't happen, what would have to happen for Gerard Way to still make My Chemical Romance? (laughs) (laughs) 
Like what? What in what, what multiverse? What would ha- what, yeah. what, ha- what would have to happen? Would there even be like a a strong emo scene that happened in the mid two thousands if it weren't for nine eleven? Maybe he just gets broken up with and <laughs> he still makes it. It's just as I bad. don't know. This I is almost know. as bad as nine eleven. <laughs> this is. I can't believe you're leaving me. <laughs> if uh, if there was a nine eleven, because in this universe there wasn't. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's dating. <laughs> this Gerard is almost Way as bad as pl- crashing a plane into a building full of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a very pop- densely populated area. Yeah. Oh man, like New York maybe, perhaps. Yeah, maybe, May- mayhaps. All right. Uh, uh, do you, you, anyway, you have any so, other news um, stories no, that to bless <laughs> a, us with? By the way, I'm 100% down for a Nolan-led Ace Ventura, <laughs> Ace Ventura movie. <laughs> um, uh, what would here, that but, look like? Here's what we what have about a Nolan 9-11 First movie? of all, wait, hold on. Would it be a comedy? Uh, I, I, what, 9-11? No. I, would, <laughs> I think that it would be... Uh, I think it would... I would love to, to have the tone of MacGruber to be like ultra serious but stupid at the same time. And, and I think that Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey could play an older Ace Ventura. And since it's Chris, He's coming for, out of retirement, no, since it's Chris Nolan, there has to be a time travel aspect. And the kid that plays young Sheldon is going to be his uh, young version <laughs> of himself, uh, like, like the Adam Project. And they have to have like those like weird uh, uh, oxygen masks like in Tenet. No, no, like but they will that. have a laugh track. <laughs> so it's like Sheldon, s- the first sitcom movie. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. There's, there's a really weird... Um, that's some unexplored territory right there. It's a really weird show on either, it's either I think it's Cinemax. It's called uh, Kevin Can Fuck Himself. And it's a. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I think I've heard of this. about this. Did I? Okay. Yeah. With like, Schitt's. Uh, yeah. The girl, Alexis from Schitt's Creek. And that has a laugh track built into some of the show yeah, and yeah. not the rest of the show. It's fucking really funny. It's really funny. Anyways. Yeah. yeah that's all I got. All right. Cool. Um, so I have a couple of new stories as well. Um, so first off, uh, we're going to go off and, uh, get the elephant out of the room and the Academy Awards board of another Gov- elephant, huh? Yeah. A yeah. Elephant, a lot of elephants here. Well, I mean, There's you an know, elephant in the room last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was. There's well, some- what was it? Well, what's the elephant in the room this week? Well, I mean, obvious. I mean, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the movie news feed, but uh, the Academy Awards board of governors has banned Will Smith from the Oscars for 10 years. That's what's on everyone's mind. Uh, well, I mean, according to social media and such, yes. I can't uh, believe it. So, uh, as we talked about last week, uh, Will Smith resigned from the Academy Awards You can't fire me. I quit. Or organization, I guess. I didn't know you could resign from such a thing. Well, you have to sign up for it so you can resign for it. So, you have to... So you do have, to, yeah. You do have to sign do think, up for. What do you the, think people like in the in Hollywood? I thought it, just, I thought it was like because you were a part of like the uh, SAG and stuff like that. Like well, you, you, it was you, automatically like you, think kind you of, sign up for SAG. You don't have to sign up for SAG. No, you I sign up for SAG. Too. You have Film to, Actors Guild Awards. <laughs> so you have to sign up for those organizations. I had no idea. I, I Jen, I'm not jiving anyone here. I had no idea Man. you had to sign up. Damn any, it. Uh, I, I had no idea you had to sign up for it. But for anyway, SAG. Yeah, or oh, yeah. Do, yeah, any organization it's, it's, it's like that. It's a union. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, anyways, uh, so... Tyler just starts working and he's like, am I in a union now? And they're just like, what? Yeah, they're like... they're like. I thought you, I could just watch Netflix. You get paid, yeah. <laughs> you get paid every Friday. Like, okay, I have a question though. When do I get, when do I get my union, the shirt that says I'm in a union? When do I have... Yeah. When do I get my screeners? Yeah, the one that says you can't fire me for anything. <laughs> 
Um, we don't no, do that here, sir. But like, uh, this is an Arby's. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be the case because I'm vegan and I would never be caught dead in Arby's. But anyways, um, even so, if it wasn't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how does Arby's exist? I don't know. Who keeps I think it it's alive? Like a, I think it's a money laundering seen, scheme. I've, I think it's a money laundering no, 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 scheme. No, 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 no. I think it's like a weird portal to another dimension because I've never seen anyone go into or out of Arby's. I've never met a single soul that works for Arby's. Yeah, nor met anybody who was like, oh boy, Arby's. I know. Yeah. What do you guys want today? Uh, pizza? Chick- uh, let's uh, go to Arby's. Chinese Actually, food? I'm feeling, Arby's? I'm feeling Arby's. I'm feeling Arby's. <laughs> I want a beef and cheddar. <laughs> kind of like this. this bro, I, 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 can, kill, I can kill like three beef and cheddars right now, bro. Oh, Don't tempt me. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, he re- resigned from the uh, the Academy Awards organization. And then the uh, Academy Awards uh, board of directors said, okay, yeah, Will Smith, you were uh, banned for 10 years. Um, You're banned. What that means is... Uh, I guess he just can't get nominated for like an Oscar. Well, he just won his one, so it's okay. Yeah, he won his one. He won his one, which actually I want to see that. Uh, it was uh, King Richard. Yep. And I, I, I would like to see that to see if it was truly deserving. Just know he's on the verge award. of slapping someone the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he's like, messenger of peace, my ass. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of people who have been. Uh, uh, you know, calling for his uh, resignation from the Academy and like, it I don't is, know. It is it, funny that like Roman Polanski is still in the Academy. Next week, he was actually, I don't think, yeah, he, I don't Polanski think is. is still in the Academy, I but think, Will Smith gets, uh, is he? I know. I'm pretty sure he was, banned. He, I'm pretty sure he was already kicked out. I don't actually, I don't think uh, Roman Polanski or Woody Harrelson or Woody Allen. Allen. Woody, Allen. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine when, the, uh, the outrage of that? I don't think they were ever in the Academy. Actually, I think, no, I think really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, no, Woody Allen is, I'll do, has to be. No, I'll do a little research. I'll come next week. With All that. right, fine. Um, and then um, my uh, next news story is... Breaking news. Well, it's not breaking news exactly. Um, I just get, like... Just to give context to our listeners, like, it's been kind of a slow news week for movies. And also, I didn't have, like, a lot of things to uh, gab about uh, with my crazy ideas. You know, you know what I miss? I miss when we had actual discussions from Tyler. Well, be, that's why I'm apologizing. Inst- instead of talking about a it's been 50, a little, 50 year old movie that you've never seen <laughs> and, the, and the actors, how they treated each other on set. Well, uh, thank you for the spoiler alert. So, uh, <laughs> on, uh, the, uh, sorry, uh, the news, uh, story line is, uh, why apocalypse now's Marlon Brando and Dennis Hopper refused to share a set. And so apparently the reason why they did not want to share a set was because Dennis Hopper was like, he was, uh, he crawled deep into a bottle and a powder of cocaine and Marlon Brando hated that. Like he was like, I am not going to work with someone who is like that far into the bottle and then had that much schmutz up his nose. You know what uh, Brando's uh, vice is? Beef and cheddars. Arby's. If Brando was alive today, especially, especially in he'd that be the time, spokesperson for Arby's, <laughs> hell yeah, he'd be like the Wilfred Brimley, but for, yeah. instead of diabetes, it's Arby's. Um, so this uh, movie, like, uh, it's kind of reminiscent to the um, Hereditary article I uh, brought up a few episodes ago, where it goes about like what the movie is about. 
but really, like, uh, one of the toughest things Coppola had to navigate was the rocky relationship between Brando and Hopper uh, because Hopper was perpetually drunk and high, and the producers actually were providing him with, uh, like, bottles of booze and cocaine. And Brando, he, I'm guessing, like, it's kind of like a once upon a time in Hollywood sort of scenario where, like, uh, Leo's character was, like, a classic Hollywood actor from the 50s. Mm -hmm. And he had, like, a certain expectation for his uh, co-workers. And then Dennis Hopper comes in and, like, I think he, I think the last film Dennis Hopper worked on before Apocalypse Now had to been... Um, Is this a guess? Easy Rider. Easy Rider, yes. I, w- I, I was thinking Wild Rider for some reason, but yeah, Easy Rider. Uh, and I just thought that was pretty interesting because, like, I know there's, like, a documentary about, like, the uh, turmoil that was Apocalypse Now. It, like, took, like, three years to film and edit and there was just like a like Marlon Brando himself, like as much as he was disparaging Dennis Hopper, like he's no saint himself because he was also uh, drunk on that set and couldn't even remember his lines. And the reason why that um, when you see like certain shots of him and like why it's like so shadowed and like the shots are like so close up is because like he gained a lot of weight and he could barely remember his lines. So, well, he didn't, he's not in most of the movie. Yeah. But the reason is because he was performing so poorly and that's, Mm. and so um, at least from my recollection of reading about uh, the uh, behind the scenes set of apocalypse now, have you ever seen apocalypse now? I've only seen it once, but like I said before, if I've only seen it once, I'm just going to say I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. okay. Because, like, I did, I do recall watching it, like, when I first started getting into cinema, um, it was, like, six, I was 16 years old, and I just watched a slew of movies, like, just back to back to back. Uh, um, between Apocalypse Now and Easy Rider, it was 10 years. Okay. There's Wait, like, so he had 11 Easy titles. Rider was before. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, okay. Easy Rider 69, Apocalypse yeah. Now 79. Yeah. So he had 11, 11 movies before that. I, oh, he did, really? Um, okay. Yeah, oh, let me, between, sh- between the two, I should say. I should have done a little bit more research um, on that one. But uh, I mean, it's not wrong. A movie I mean, he did do before. He, he did do. <laughs> I mean, yeah I, guess he, yeah, I guess he did. Uh, but anyways, uh, so that's my news stories for now. I'll... Uh, Come up with some sort of gab and chatter. To Give us some discussion. We want we want more yeah, yeah. more fun discussion topics and not you know. I, and I felt like a heel for like not having something uh, for this episode. Just, just but, about one one story. That's fine. Yeah, we don't you know everyone. Every episode doesn't have to be an hour and twenty minutes long. Let me get a single base hit one time. Oops. Right. A what? single base hit. What's what are you that? talking about? That's in baseball terms, you know. Like yeah, I'm aware. Ba- I could ca- I, <laughs> I pick that up. <laughs> a single base. It hit. can't be a home run all the time. All right. <laughs> Sometimes you ground out to short. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into uh, some streaming picks. Movies. Currently streaming live on the internet. Streaming in. I want my picks back. Streaming. Streaming into. It. All right. I don't know who has the fucking pick. Streaming. That story is streaming elsewhere. You found the pick. Streaming picks. Pete, 
What do you got for us today? Today on streaming picks, I have two anti-streaming picks. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, one of them is <laughs> one of them is a new release. Okay. The the the, the bubble. Uh, this is the Judd Apatow directed movie. Um, it was really bad. It's starring uh, Karen Gillan, Iris Iris Apatow, who's Judd Apatow's daughter. Yeah. Fred Armisen, Maria Bakalova, uh, David Duchovny, Samson Ko, Keegan Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Kate McKinnon, Pedro Pascal, My Rob God. Rob Delaney. Um, Star studded cast right there. Yeah, there is Daisy Ridley, John Lithgow, John, Daisy Ridley, John really? Cena. Beck plays himself, and James McAvoy as himself. Beck, Beck. This sounds like a joke. Like two two priests walk into a bar or something. Like that. It's like that uh, movie Forty Three. Oh God, yeah. That I didn't know. I didn't realize that that was a uh, like an anthology. <laughs> it's directed by different directors, different yeah. segments. So <laughs> I no desire to see that. Um, average rating on Letterbox two point which is not. The worst movie on on there, but for sure. a big budget movie with a cast like that, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, this is uh, just released last week. Uh, here's the synopsis. Where will you be when disaster strikes? Sneaking out, hooking up, melting down. The cast and crew of a blockbuster action franchise attempt to shoot a sequel while quarantining, quarantining at a posh hotel. So this is essentially Hollywood's take, uh, comedic take, well, attempted comedic take on shooting a movie during COVID quarantine at the very beginning. A movie about making a movie? Yes. It's a inside okay. base, inside baseball. And uh, basically the, the idea is that they're shooting like essentially like a Jurassic Park 6 type thing. <laughs> and, a, and Some sequel. Yeah. It's In like a Scorch hotel. 6. It's just, yeah, this is like a... Um, Gosh, well, what what is his uh, the name of the movie? Tug Speedman's movie. Scorched is it? Scorched? That's Scorched or Scorcher? Who let the freezer open? <laughs> um, <laughs> Global meltdown. Yeah. So it's a like a star study cast, and they're all playing versions of themselves or parodies of other actors in Hollywood. Sure. And they start filming this all green screen CGI movie that's just this ridiculous sequel, and um. There's relationships of people on set that were divorced or were married. Now they're divorced and they're hooking back up again. And every every so often, every couple of days, they have to go back into quarantine because someone on set tested positive for COVID and they have to go in a 14 Is day. it COVID? It is COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they actually mentioned the word COVID. Yes. They have a, wow. they, they have a comedic character on set, which That's is bold. He's a, well, just wait five years. Fuck. We're going to be inundated with this bullshit. Um, but it's going to be, it was a, like, there's a safety protocol, COVID protocol person on set. This only job is to make sure that people don't hug and touch and get near each other. And <laughs> people are being safe with their food and, you know, wearing masks when, if they're not tested on set or whatever. Yeah. And the bubble refers to the hotel is supposed to be a safe space because everybody's tested before they go down and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But this is the very beginning of COVID. So I this is not funny at all. It's a, it's a comedy. And there was like three or four little chuckles that I got that were okay. And like this, is the worst I've ever seen Fred Armisen. It's really sad to see. Cause he's, so was it just good. like the acting was bad or the was writing, like the writing? The writing is really bad. The okay. writing is really bad. Yeah. And, um, it's like in a good comedy, you need to have a straight man that like you anchor yourself to and you're the audience is attached to that. And that yeah. person is put into funny situations or everybody has to be ridiculous and has to 
actually be able to pull it off. Sure. In this, every single person is ridiculous. And no, I never thought about it that way because, like, in a good comedy, yeah, there has to be, like, the one person yeah. that you attach to. Because if it, it's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like a different flavors in a, in a dish. If you just th- yeah. eat something that's all so, 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 so spicy and there's nothing else to it, even if you like spicy food, it's like, that's eh, just it's too much of that. Yeah, there's, and there's no contrast. There's no umami there. Sure, sure, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So, uh, so what was that movie called it's again? Called the Bubble. It's on the Netflix, Bubble on straight to Netflix. Uh, it's very bad. I I stay. I would say stay away. And, All right. And also a, a movie that was very bad, but we knew it was going to be bad, and we went into it what, knowing to expect a bad movie, and we got exactly what we wanted. <laughs> was uh, it's a movie called Rogue from 2020. Rogue. Rogue. Uh, this is starring. Um, Megan Fox, and mm. she plays the leader of a mercenary crew that goes in to rescue a, a like child slave or sex slave ring in Africa somewhere, South Africa. And they're saving a child sex slavery. Yeah. This has sure. a higher average rating on Letterboxd than they're the They're not saving does. the children. They're saving the enslaved. No, they're cha- saving the child from the <laughs> ring. Um, so here's, here's the synopsis for this one. When the hunter becomes the prey, because it takes a very strong turn. It's just about this uh, her rescuing this uh, uh, child from this whatever for for the, yeah. the gov- governor of the state or whatever they're in. Yeah, yeah. Battle-hardened O'Hara leads a lively mercenary team of soldiers on a daring mission, rescue hostages from their captors in remote Africa. But as the mission goes awry and the team is stranded, O'Hara's squad must face a bloody, brutal encounter with a gang of rebels. But the rebels that they talk about are actually lions. And they get hunted by rogue lions out in the African plains. Like the animal, the a animal, lion? Yes, a freaking female lioness <laughs> with really bad CGI are, oh, atta- these, are attacking oh, them. Man. And that's the, the rogue is a, a rogue lion that gets That kind of sounds out. like a sci-fi or like original it movie. Fe- it feels like a sci-fi original movie. But <laughs> this movie knew exactly what it was, Yeah, and, yeah. which was a bad movie. Okay. And it leaned into it very much. Um what I did appreciate about this is it's 106 minutes. So you get in and out really fast. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, it could have been a little shorter for how crappy the movie was, but like the bubble was like 130 minutes. It was over two hours long. Holy and I, I just shit. wanted, oh I just God. wanted, I wanted out very fast. So I want out of that bubble. I want out of the I want bubble. Out that bubble. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so those were, um, those are my two anti-streaming picks. All I, right. I watched a couple other ones. I watched a really kind of a funky movie that I, I guess I'll mention it. It's on Apple TV plus it's called the sky is everywhere. And this is like, hmm. if you have an angsty teenage daughter or son and they feel like they're going through some shit, you might pop this on for them and this may be their favorite movie. Um, hmm. It's um, it's kind of a, told like a storybook. It's very melodramatic. And it's told, yeah. and it's basically the story about a, a teenage girl who loses her older sister to a... She's got like a heart condition and she knows that she has a shorter life expectancy, but she dies before they expect it even much, yeah. you know at 18 19 yeah yeah and it's essentially about her coping with the loss of her daughter or her sister which was basically like her best friend and almost twin i think they're only like a year apart is this like an apple sorry an apple original movie um it's produced by a24 um oh. but it's it's uh presented on apple tv plus and um I don't know. It's 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 very musical. It's very kind of a storybook tale. It's definitely not a movie made for me, but there was some really good stuff that I liked about it. It kind of had a mixture of um, who's the main star in it? um, It's a girl who I don't I've never seen before. 
Um, she she was good. She did a really good job of being an uh, annoying teenager. Uh, Grace Kaufman, uh, Jason Siegel's in this. Um, oh, nice. A couple people that I recognize. He plays like her like stoner hippie uh, hippie uncle. Yeah. Um, and there was a there's a lot of influences of other movies. Um, in there, my I, I wrote a little review for this for a, a friend who wanted to do it, me to give this like audio review for his project, and uh, it's I wrote down in my notes it's equal parts Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Five Hundred Days of Sun Summer, Antichrist, and a gen- <laughs> and a generic fairy tale fantasy movie. The only thing that was missing was Willem Dafoe's penis. So you know. You may you may not it comes in the third act. For all you know, you, know, you haven't seen the movie yet. So, oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, you got I, me there. I still don't understand the name of the movie. the The sky is everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I, I guess you're, I guess you're right, but it has no just tie into the movie at all. So, but it's on Apple TV Plus. It's it's not it's not terrible. It was cute and it had right. some really interesting like kind of fantasy production value to it so i mean if you look it's very musical also the kids are all playing music uh, musical instruments kind of remind me a little bit of like across the universe as well oh okay uh, is it a musical uh, not particularly everybody just plays instruments so like just oh, a musical said, element the people are musical yeah the people <laughs> okay. are musical and and yeah it's i don't know it's kind of hard to explain but it's it's a fun one it's it would be a good like family movie if you have uh, teenagers um, make them feel bad, but yeah, I want I want more I want more uh, more sorrow in my life. I want more people getting their spines ripped out by predators. So <laughs> yeah, one well, don't look further. Wasn't a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> tune in later in the week when we uh, review predators. Wait, so predator? yeah. predators. 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 Sorry, predators. That's all I got, Joseph. Uh, okay. Uh, so I watched uh, a few movies this week. Um, I caught up on uh, another round, uh, which was a stream pick that Pete had a while ago. Uh, another round, another which I think won best the international feature. best international feature uh, mm-hmm. in the twenty twenty one Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starring Mads Mikkelsen, and uh, basically, Mads Mikkelsen plays a teacher in like a high school and all his friends are also teachers and he basically kind of has a boring uh, a boring life realizes that he has a boring life he doesn't really do anything exciting and then uh one of his teacher friends who's like a psych he teaches psychology um talks about a study about how like the optimal drinking uh people are born with like a 0.05 uh Blood alcohol content, yeah, yeah, a yeah. BAC, a back, and um, and so they all do. People it. are born drunk. People, uh, they're they're born buzzed, and um, so they do this little experiment with all the teachers, and um, as you can imagine, uh, chaos ensues after they start doing that. Think good things do happen. I was gonna say they think things are going great, and then after a while, they think like, let's push it even further, and yeah. like, it's it becomes a not so great. Um, but uh, ultimately, it was a really good movie, filmed really well, uh, just written really well, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen killed it in that role. I love that dance scene at the end with the kids. Oh yeah, on the dock. That was awesome. Yeah. And um, their culture there seems awesome. I'd like to. I, I watching it. I was like, I know it takes place in Denmark because uh, uh, the Danish movie, but I was like, ah, it just makes me want to go back to Sweden because yeah. that's how it's the same same feel. Same. I added Denmark into my uh, European bucket list wish. Maybe we should bucket, do bucket a list, uh, we should do a European 
tour live shows of middle class film class. All right, me and Joseph will meet you there. <laughs> what do you mean meet me there? Sweden. How come I can't go there you, with you, you guys? You can go there. I'm not. I'm not. You said meet me there. I'm not though. arranging your travel As accommodations. A, I'm not going to hold your hand throughout this. You're an adult. <laughs> if we're going to do it, I'm not. I will see you there. I'm only an adult in age. I'm sorry. Please <laughs> um, go on, Joseph. So yeah, another round. That's streaming on Hulu. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find that. Uh, I caught up on uh, Lethal Weapon. I've ne- ne- Hell yeah. never seen it before. And uh, You've never seen Lethal Weapon before? No, and I never really had a strong desire to watch it. Oh, man. Um, and it was pretty good. It wasn't like the best 80s movie I've seen, um, but it was all right. And what would you what would you rank your best eighties action movie? Probably like Running Man. You like Running Man better? Running Man? Not yeah. Escape from New York or No. no? Escape what? from New York's not that great. Okay. Running Man I, I Predator. Um Hell yeah. Terminator. Predator. Terminator two. Um I feel like Terminator and Terminator Two can't even oh, like Terminator put two, on the same list. Terminator Two, I think, is the nineties. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that think. was in so ninety one. Terminator One, though, still really good. Yes. Um, I mean, give me any, your Literally any Arnold movie from the eighties <laughs> is is pretty golden. I just like that like final fight scene with Gary Busey, where they're both like shirtless, caressing each other, shooting the gun <laughs> together. That was. That whole end. So that man wild. became our forty fifth president. And why? Why? Uh, why are the cops just watching? Hey, let him, let him go. Let him fight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Hey, we need to settle it out. You, hey, settle your beef. Fuck the judicial system. I know. <laughs> and I think like two police officers die like preceding <laughs> that scene as well. <laughs> it was it was entertaining. It was really entertaining. And Riggs was the most entertaining part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah, of course, great. of course. Um, you legitimately think he's gonna blow his head off. And yeah. um, yeah, he's a loose, he's a loose cannon. He's a loose cannon. He doesn't play by the rules. Um, but uh, I, I am interested in like watching the sequels to them. I almost watched the second one. Lethal uh, Weapon Two is good, but uh, um, Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah. There's, there's more four, to there's be four de- of desired. Them? There's four of them, right? I think so. I think there's four of them. Only four. Yeah. Okay. So that Lethal Weapon, I think, is streaming on Netflix. Maybe it's Hulu. No, HBO. How he was celebrating a birthday, wasn't he, Marta? When he's uh, throughout yes. the whole movie. Was yes. It, what was his? Four, oh, oh. Uh, Wasn't his forty fifth birthday? 50th. It was his fiftieth birthday. Yeah. And his whole like, I'm getting too old. I'm this getting shit. too old. This shit. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is like yeah, HBO. The iconic line. Ah, HBO. Okay. All of them are HBO. I think. Nice. Okay, and then my final one. My fi- I. This is the the the. The main one. All right. The main event uh, that right. I watched. Uh, it, this is a movie streaming on Hulu. Uh, this is a new release. came out either this year or last year. Um, I think it was this year. Yeah, it is this year. Um, this is uh, Fresh streaming on Hulu. Oh, heard a lot, of, a lot of buzz about this. And uh, it was, it's a really good movie. Uh, really entertaining, uh, starring Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones from Normal People. Um, basically, uh, you can insinuate, uh, by the poster and by the name of the movie, kind of what the movie is about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, uh, the main character is Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, who plays, uh, Noah and, uh, she is her like point in life right now is that she's trying to like 
be in a relationship with somebody and like she's looking for love she's look like she's looking on like uh dating apps and the the fir- opening scene is with this guy who's wearing a, a scarf and uh, who's a real chad and that's his name too his name <laughs> his name is chad all right um and uh he, the way the date ends is a real typical like um like, oh, we should do this again sometime. She's like, yeah, I don't think we are a match. He's like, well, I mean, I was just being nice. All right, see you later. <laughs> see you later, stuck up bitch. Literally oh what my he, God. Literally what he says. What a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, oh, okay. And then <laughs> and then she has one uh, good friend uh, named Molly who um, basically are, it's just, it's just basically them three are the main players. Is it the, just a, like a romantic movie, movie? like no. a, a romance movie? Or? So it's so uh, Daisy Gardner, um, Noah meets Steve, played by Sebastian Stan, mm-hmm. and he is uh, his Sebastian Stan. He's this sort of uh, charismatic, uh, good-looking guy who um, I don't know is different from the rest, essentially. Mm. Um, and she and he and she meets him differently, not through an app, just like. But running into him at a grocery store. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say public restroom. That's <laughs> near public restroom. <laughs> um, I've heard there's a big tone shift in this, and oh, there's a sp- absolutely like a spoiler or something. And I don't know. I mean, I could. It happens really early in the movie. I haven't heard it yet, so okay, please don't. So, and yeah, I plan on watching this one. Sebastian Stan ha- is like one of my favorite roles of his. Oh, really? Yes. I get. I'll tell wait, you this. I'll, wait, tell, you, I'll wait, tell you this. Wait a second. Better than Winter Soldier. Better than Bucky? Yeah. <laughs> um, I got Ex Machina vibes. Oh, this whoa. Movie. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. I'm in. Um, and there's even a scene that is very uh, uh, Ex Machina, once, and you'll know it when you see it. Cool. It's, the, it's like the dancing scene. God, I hope there's a dance scene in this. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it is. I won't say anything. Okay. But yeah, it's really good. It's it's. I can't really say much else if you don't want to know anything. All right. This is streaming on Hulu. Um, Hell yeah, and 100 percent worth the watch. Okay. I mean, you've convinced me. It sounds great. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming it takes some sort of horror twist or something like that because Brie, Brie ha- has a great intro. Nice. Okay, and it's I didn't know it was the intro until it was the intro. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Isn't it weird that there's an entire country named Chad? <laughs> they all come from there. They're I all full, they're all full of Chads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Chadians. Um, awesome. That sounds uh, great. Uh, so I have uh, three streaming picks. Uh, I watched a, a documentary on HBO Max called Going Clear. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's the... Scientology. Uh, yeah, it's about Scientology. And it goes kind of in depth to what Scientology... Not, not about, like, the history of Scientology, but, like, their impact on what they do like in society so like they go over um are you guys familiar with uh well i can't remember like the mission that they did but like they basically infiltrated the irs to become a uh a, a reli- like a tax-exempt uh religion hmm. oh yeah yeah hmm. I, I can't remember i can't remember what they uh called it but uh they go in depth into that uh, mission that they did in the 70s um, and like how like they were able to like get people into like the government to make Scientology legitimate. 
And then they kind of touch on like a little bit about like John Travolta and um, Tom Cruise and how like they were able to get celebrities like in the 80s and 90s to join their church and contribute money and stuff like that. And it's, it's an insane, insane documentary. And I really fear for the documentary makers because (laughs) the, the reach that Scientology has like on people and like on our modern society is insane. Um, so, uh, and they're, they're allowed to have prisons too, like private prisons that they can enslave their own members. Hmm. Well, I should say allegedly, uh, because I don't want to get attacked by a Scientologist. Um, but, um, they're listening right now, but okay. So like in the documentary though, like they, they allude to like one of the Scientologists, like leaders wife has been missing for like five to 10 years. Yeah. I've I've heard a lot of stories about that sort of thing. And like, there's been like a lot of, uh, cases, uh, or, uh, missing persons cases, like made to like the LAPD, like, Hey, like we haven't seen this person in like five or 10 years. Like you should probably look into this. And they're like, why are you reporting this now? (laughs) It's been 10 years. We have no leads now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's going clear. Uh, documentary on Scientology streaming on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, my second streaming pick is uh, 2019's Joker, uh, directed by Todd Phillips. I might have streamed picked this before, but um, no, you have not. But uh, I watched uh, I watched it for a third time, and I stand by this movie being a really great movie about a maniac. I just wish that they took out the uh, the Batman aspect out of it. Like, don't don't. You didn't want to see Bruce Wayne in there. I I didn't I didn't. Is that who that was? Was that Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it was no, it's dad. Thomas Wayne. No, it was Bruce Thomas Wayne. Wayne. The dad, no, and then no, 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 you see Bruce Wayne as a kid. The little kid. Oh yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah, you do. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wish that uh, the Joker was just a standalone movie, like removing like the DC universe out of it. Uh, I think it could have benefited a lot more um, without having that pull of, uh, oh, it's the Joker. It's the Joker. You guys remember the Joker? Um, Joaquin Phoenix does an incredible job. And one of my favorite scenes in that movie, too, is when he's uh, on the talk show and he blasts uh, Robert De Niro's. Spoilers. Oh, it's been out for a few years. Wait, you, you if think you it, haven't seen the Joker now, like you're doing yourself a disservice. You think you should have uh, called it the Jester, and it was not make it anything superhero related? I don't know that what I would like. No, I think Joker's a fine <laughs> title. Just like don't involve the prankster. Don't involve DC into it. You the know, practical like, Joker. Like Story because of Q. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to make a uh, slap jo- Chris Rock in the face. Slap him in the face. Yeah, strike him down. Um, no, I, the reason why I wish they didn't bring in like the DC part was because it's like they're not going to make a Joker too. Like, there's no way that Joaquin Phoenix is reprising his role as the Joker. I think again. They were. I don't, I don't know. Out. That seems that seems like something I could see happening. I don't. They I don't. Leave, think they that's leave the end of it with a really a really interesting cliffhanger where he's got a following now. 
Yeah, but that's all that I feel like the point of the movie was is that he was trying to he wasn't even trying to gain a falling. It just happens because of the turmoil that Gotham City was I mean, in. I don't think it needs a sequel at all. Um and if there I feel like the the way it ended, I mean it, I guess it could allude to a uh, it could lead to a sequel, but I was I'm totally fine with how it ended. Yeah. Um yeah. I was very satisfied with the ending. And, um, but I mean, I, I, all the, the sequels is just rumors right now. There's no confirmation yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were alluding to like the movie, The Batman, being like kind of related to the Joker movie, which it's not now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. It isn't. <laughs> but there was rumors about that. Um, anyways, my, uh, last streaming pick, uh, this is streaming on Amazon prime and stars, I believe, uh, castaway, uh, starring Tom Hanks and, uh, and a volleyball and a volleyball. And was it, and an airplane. Lord, was it hella hunt, Helen hunt, hella hunt, hella, hella hunt. So I, uh, watched uh, castaway again and, uh, that movie is just, just dynamite. It's a dynamite movie. And uh, I think that might have been Tom Hanks' best movie that he's ever done, in my opinion. Hmm, interesting. I, bold I bold mean, take. I, it is a bold take. I mean, like the extreme weight loss he went through, um, him growing out his beard and hair, and also like just like <laughs> just the, not shaving. My, my, <laughs> my favorite. That, that's uh, great acting. Is not shaving. That's, my, a, that's uh, a great acting. Trait. My top uh, Tom Hanks performance is uh, Polar Express. <laughs> at you the end of Ca- at the end of Castaway, he gets off the island. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. And then does he he finds yeah, huh? and then really emotional meeting. Really emotional. She's meeting. remarried. Yep. And yeah. it, it, like I loved that whole bit. I did not expect anything. I it was my first time watching it. Was last year. Oh, really? Like, it was maybe, the last year. Maybe last year or the year before that or something like uh-huh. that. I streaming picked on the show, and uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect any of the emotional stuff like between him and his former wife. I, I would was, say ex-wife, but I was more emotional. Quite. I didn't agree to the divorce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the eyes of the law, we're still married. We need two signatures on that affidavit. Well, the the time the the time difference of him being stranded on the island and her like getting a husband and a kid is a little bit creepy. Like it, it's a little weird. Like, so he. So he gets stranded on an island and then he gets casted away. He gets casted it away. And then 18 months later, I think it is. She's got a baby. She's already have a baby. She already has a is baby. And a 18 husband. Months? I don't think it's 18 it's, months. How long is it? I think it's like it, three I think years. It, I think it's like three years. No, it's not three years. It, it, was, it was months. How old is the baby? Months. Oh, I, uh, so it was an infant, but I, right. can, I can. So let's say a year old. Here's a question for Joseph. Who do you trust more, Tyler that watched that movie this week, or me that watched it two years ago? <laughs> That's about it. About it's about it, a push. It actually <laughs> the it probably lines up <laughs> because the amount of time that you haven't seen it pro- yeah. probably equates to <laughs> my memory <laughs> of the d- d- deterioration. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both not related. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, 
So, oh, so it's Jesus good. Jesus huh? Christ, you're killing me. Where, where's the um, streaming? It's <laughs> it's streaming on Amazon Prime and Stars. Oh, cool. Uh, it's it's a really it's it's a really great movie, and uh, I just think that uh, <laughs> Helen Hunt's character is just an ass for just. Oh yeah. Oh, you got stranded on an island, um, and I was shit. in love with you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I already have a life, so like, go beat it. And then he goes to like some crossroads, like in the middle of nowhere, he to goes, deliver a freaking FedEx package. That was a whole movie, one giant FedEx commercial. Um, this is off topic, sort of. Yeah. Okay. okay, go ahead. When your spouse dies, how? I mean, what becomes of your status, your marriage status? Widowed. So you're, 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 it's a widow or widower. Okay. Yeah. Widowed. So then if you want to marry again, do you have to divorce? No. Nope. You're 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 now a widow. Yeah, you're now a widow. You're... Do you have to legally check widow? Is Deanna okay? <laughs> what? No, I'm just curious. <laughs> um yeah, I don't I don't know. I lost my dad and I'll tell you. I'll so tell you we, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, he's uh I think I, I think that there's probably some paperwork you have to do, but it's Obviously, you have to sign the death obvi- certificate. Yeah, obviously it's one sided. I think that yeah. you just go apply for a dissolution. I didn't agree to be dead. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, don't, not don't s- put my name on that death certificate. Not since, uh, not since American Tale when Fievel's family adopts a new mouse <laughs> after he's lo- <laughs> after he's lost at sea. Yeah. Only, only two days, which is a third of the mouse's life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? So uh, offended. Helen Hunt uh, planned for him to get stranded on that island. You think she sabotaged that uh, aircraft? That, that aircraft. Yeah. Watch the scene again where he's loading the plane. You can see her monkeying around with a jet engine. Yeah, she's on the tarmac. You see her with a screwdriver. <laughs> hey, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, nothing. She throws it away. But after, <laughs> so I walk into the jet engine. <laughs> What's interesting is like I I I've been having an terribly bad insomnia recently. So like I watched this movie like at four thirty o'clock in the morning. Four thirty o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I yeah. And um, so after I watched it, I was thinking like, oh, this would be a good movie to put on the wheel. But I don't. found a new wheel. I, well, don't tell I us. I found a new movie to put on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. We're not there. We're not even close. And we'll get into that it's on called, our next episode. Uh, it's called a teaser. Are you done with your streaming picks? Yes. I am done with my streaming picks. Now no, we, we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no I'm not going to argue that with that. <laughs> All right. So anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Thank you for tuning in uh, for our Gabin Chatter. Tune in later on in the week when we review Predators from 2010. 2010. Yeah, starring Adrian Brody. Directed by some Hungarian guy, Nimrod. Uh, (laughs) Follow us on Facebook. Join in the conversation, facebook.com slash podcast, and send us an email. It's in the show notes. Oh, and uh, follow us on Twitter at (laughs) podcastmcfc. And please uh, follow us on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class for all your movie news and memes. And leave us a voicemail, why don't you, at 209-730-6010. All right. See you next time. See ya. See ya. Let me get a single bass hit one time. <laughs>